0: Captain Marvel gets its second trailer, Spider-Man Far From Home was supposed to get a trailer and didn't, Avengers was supposed to get a trailer and didn't, and then did. We're in the endgame now, folks, today on Pop Culture Over Pizza.
1: internet welcome to another episode of pop culture over pizza good morning good afternoon good evening good whatever time it is wherever you are wherever you're listening as usual i'm here with my co-hosts on pop culture over pizza for another pizza party i'm jose
2: and to my left asap balrog happy hanukkah metatron greetings this is walt may the force be with you
3: Elias, what's Gucci
1: fam? What's Gucci to you all? And as usual, we're going to start out this week with the thing that we have been geeking out over. Uh, This week, I I mean, what I've been geeking out over is pretty easy. I mean, we're going to talk about it basically later. What else is there to geek out over? I mean, there are other things to geek out over. But I've been geeking out basically over the future of movies. Uh, The Captain Marvel trailer the Avengers Endgame trailer, a couple of things that we're going to be talking about a little bit later this week. Uh, the the guys did a, a quick slice on Creed 2, which I did see this past weekend, so I was geeking out about that and the Rocky IV soundtrack to keep myself motivated uh, over the past week. So since we're going to talk about all that later on in the podcast, that's basically my geek out, stuff we're already we going to get into. And what about you, Elias? What are you geeking out about this so, week?
3: So I've been geeking about... Up- uh what I've been geeking out on was season seven uh Fortnite. Oh okay. Yeah, and so like there are like these really cool costumes, mm-hmm. uh cool weapon and vehicle customizations. Now they also have plane now they also have planes like uh, X X four Stormwing plane, which is really mm-hmm. cool because not if you're tired of running up hills you don't have to worry about that anymore.
1: Uh, okay, so it's a fast way to get around the maps, basically. Besides mm-hmm. launching it or uh, riding rockets and all yeah. kinds of other crazy stuff, they do in memes online.
3: Mm-hmm. And and also this new uh, costume called the Ice King mm-hmm. that you get from the Battle Pass once you're up to tier one hundred.
1: Pretty cool. It sounds like a nice little update to Fortnite. Well, mm-hmm. you all, what's your geek out
0: this week? Well, I went a little retro with my geek out this week. Um- <clears throat> I was in a martial arts mood, so I decided, nice. let's show Elias here, something that I watched a long time ago. I watched Dragon, the Bruce Lee movie. Um, the Bruce Lee story, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. That was a 1993 film that starred Jason Scott Lee, Lauren Hawley, and Robert Wagner, and basically it was a, a loose adaptation of Bruce Lee's life, um, including you know his, his move to America, his struggles in America, his move back to China um, and coming back to do Enter the Dragon, and of course his unfortunate timely death. It was a really good film. It was very 90s. It's very over the top, very cheesy. Um, the one thing I did like about it is that it didn't just delve into the martial arts aspect. It also dealt with his family life. And um, it did get a little weird because it leaned into some supernatural elements Um, you know, there's the thing where it's like, you know, he died mysteriously, the curse of Bruce Lee. And so in this one, they kind of made it as seem like there was a demon that was following. Um, so, you know, it was, that was probably the weakest part of the film. Um, but overall it was, it was a really good thing to go back and watch. So that was, that was my thing. Um, Elias, you wanted to say something?
3: Um, so as you know, later, later on after the movie, uh... After the curse, Mm so-called curse, uh, Brandon Lee did die.
0: Yeah, so the movie came out in May 1993. Brandon Lee died on the set, uh, making The Crow, in March of 1993. So, you know, um, it's a little weird the way that played out, right? Yeah. So, Metatron, what have you been talking, what have you been geeking out over?
4: Speaking of the supernatural, Mm -hmm. I as always, have been watching Supernatural. Mm-hmm. And these past two episodes, um, Unhuman Nature and Byzantium, there are human. some real tearjerkers, i, I got to say. Hmm. And the way things have been going, it does not look good. Dealings with cosmic entities, it's, <laughs> it's real nuts. The other thing <laughs> I've been watching that I've recently finished, finally, Castlevania Season 2. Oh, okay, and thanks. man, yeah. have I loved it. Guys, if there is a character you have to watch out for in that series, Isaac. He is such a badass. (laughs) And he may seem like just blindingly simple to... I mean, okay, I'm not going to spoil it, but just look out for Isaac.
2: Really great character. He's an OG. And uh, what about you, ASAP? All right, so this past Sunday, the 2nd of December, 2018... The Victoria's Secret Fashion Show was going on here here in the Big Apple, New yes. York City, right? And, you know, I cover all things fashion regardless of gender, you know, male or female, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show was such a big fashion event. And what I've been geeking out over it was Adriana Lima, arguably the greatest Victoria's Secret angel of all time. She's been in the business since, what, 1998, I believe? So it's been 20 years, guys. It's been a long time. Two yeah. decades, bro. And, um, yeah, she's, she's beautiful. She's, she's astonishing and she made her last walk. And what's great is that she finished where she started because she started her Victoria's secret um, career, mm-hmm. her first walk in the big apple. She finished at the big apple nice. Full circle, right? Exactly. Things go full circle. That's pretty um, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just great. And this moves on to my fashion news. So now in regards to the Victoria's secret fashion show, there was much that was going on this past Sunday, the 2nd of December 2018. The always beautiful Kendall Jenner was looking fabulous once more. Her homegirl Gigi was there. Gigi was rocking florals, by the way. I'm not really a big floral florals fan. And I'm just not really into the whole flowers, prints thing. But, you know, regardless, nevertheless, she still looked absolutely be- beautiful. Okay. Wait, she had, like, flowers on her dress? No, 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 like a floral prints. Oh, floral prints. Okay. Yeah, yeah very grandma-ish. Yeah, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm not really a fan of that. That's don't like know about that. That sounds like so old, so to speak. I don't know, in, in regards yeah, to fashion. you know. But hey, you know, it's how you rock it, you know? That's, how, that's that, true. That's what they always say. That's true. So it's not necessarily what you're wearing. It's how you rock it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure nobody was looking at the flowers. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, so that was um, Gigi Hadid. And um, what do you call this? Um, yeah, I was talking about Kendall. Kendall looked absolutely astonishing. But putting those two aside, Elsa Hosk, guys. Elsa Hosk was rocking the Victoria's Secret, um, fan, what was it called? The Fantasy Dream Bra, I believe, something like that. And, no, it was called the Angel's Fantasy Bra, right? And yeah, she looked absolutely beautiful. And I think that bra is like oh, freaking yeah. like over a million bucks. I'm serious. Get out of here. Over a million bucks, but it looks really nice. But sort what of is like that? So, sort of that? That stuff is with like with the wings, right? That that stuff is like freaking.
0: And this is how much? So, like over a million. So let me ask you a question. Is this is this encrusted with like diamonds and stuff? I think it is. By the looks of it, yeah. Is, is that what it is? Yeah. Because I, I can't understand how that, it's a million dollars if it doesn't have diamonds.
1: That's got to be beyond you know? top dollar. I so. think for a million dollars, it should actually allow her to fly, but that's my opinion. <laughs> it could also yeah, be the that. fabric. That's my actual opinion. That True. would be some pretty expensive fabric, too. I'm not sure of any fabric. certain plus, things,
4: maybe it makes something new.
1: What, like mithril? <laughs> like, is this the kind of fabric we're talking yeah, about mithril here? Mithril bras? <laughs> yeah. Vibranium or something yeah, like
0: that.
2: You know? Yeah, but all seriousness, though, Elsa Hosk may be the next big thing, because like I just She's said good. in my Geek mm-hmm. Out, Adriana Lima, she just stepped down. Last walk. So that leaves a vacancy. Who's the next, you know, big angel, right? So it's a lot okay. of the
0: old gene,
2: the old gene Victoria's Secret people are leaving, right? They're yeah. They're kind of aging out, I guess. You right? can say that, yeah. So I mean, like Heidi Klum. She's probably,
1: what, like second generation, actually, Adriana Lima? You, because can you say had that. a generation probably before that, right? Like,
2: yeah, you uh, can say that. I mean, like, look. Victoria's Secret Angels. Yeah, you had Heidi Klum. You have Alessandra mm-hmm. uh Adriana Lima. Like, who's next? You know? So it looks it was, like she so might be. Like it's Elsa. Elsa. it got to be Elsa Hosk. And also... Before I move on, Halsey, wonderful singer, she was singing at the Victoria's Secret fashion show. She was singing her single "Without Me." She rocked it. She looked absolutely stunning herself. She looked like she was one of the models, to be honest. And I like how she was stepping aside to let you know the the angels walk the run the runway. Um, without a hitch, she, mm-hmm. it was great. It's a and, fashionable outfit she has on for sure. Yeah, I see what you're saying about that. It was very sexy, and yeah, she looks like an angel. Yeah, exactly. She looks like an angel herself. But that's what I've been pretty much geeking out over in fashion, as well as Adriana Lima, of course. By the way, guys, you want to check out our Instagram. We have a Instagram
1: now. Check it out, PCOP Podcast. You can check out some of the photos of the angels, of Halsey, of Elsa, of Adriana and her final walk ever, of Kendall and of Gigi. Check that all out on PCOP Podcast on Instagram. So we're going to jump right into the news for this week. First bit of news concerns the next DC movie that's coming out. Aquaman, uh, Aquaman will Aquaman. be coming out right around Christmas time. Uh, the release date is is up and coming, and an article in Esquire is calling Aquaman possibly the best DC movie since The Dark Knight. The trailers look like a lot of fun. Wonder Woman was a lot of fun. But other than The Dark Knight, yeah, the quality of most DC movies have been kind of uh, lukewarm for the most part over the years. What do you guys think of that news? From the trailers, from first impressions, uh, maybe from tweets and other things you've seen online, how much ability do you think Aquaman has to be at least close to as good as The Dark
4: Knight? Well... I mean, Dark, the Dark Knight trilogy was pretty good. I believe mm-hmm. it is one of Walt's favorite series of DC movies. You love be.
0: the Dark Knight.
4: Me, personally, to hear that is some very much-needed good news. Encouraging news. Right? Yes, very <laughs> encouraging news. Especially, and you know what? It's funny. Everyone used to laugh at Aquaman.
0: And he might save the DC universe. Yes. <laughs> wasn't Wasn't, they, um, wasn't he made fun of in Entourage. Robot yes. Chicken also. Robot <laughs> chicken. He was made fun of Entourage. So wasn't, wasn't the main
1: character supposed to like play him in a movie and yeah. brought out the really crappy looking costume? Yeah. <laughs> the DC I,
2: Universe made <laughs> Aquaman look really badass though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Around That's that time,
1: one. he was already like, when he had like a like a hook, like his hand got cut off or something like that. He didn't have a hook. He, had he had a had hook the for hand. a hand. Yeah.
2: He's already so turning into
1: Jason Momoa as he is now, kind of, sort of. Oh, I saw yeah. his yeah. golden
2: suit too. Like, I don't know what he's wearing, but like he's wearing that gold. Yeah, that's that's like like Royal Armor. That's really nice guys. I have a thing for
0: gold. That's a super friends. (laughs) Super friends. Not back to the old yeah. Little cartoon and is, stuff. Is, is you that know? like lamé velvet or
2: lamé coral? Like, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: what is that? That's something
1: that Kendall would probably wear. <laughs> but it, like, yeah, it looks really good, and I, I'm actually surprised at how good the traditional Aquaman costume looks because that's where he looked kind of cheesy in the comics, yeah. right? But like the way that it looks in the movie and the way that Jason Moe wears it does look really cool.
3: And with everything happening with the DC universe. With everything happening in the D C universe ever since uh, Justice League, mm-hmm. um, things have been things have been crappy. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Aquaman is live action. Yeah. What do you what do you think of the trailers and all the stuff you've seen from Aquaman so far?
3: You know, like you guys said, the the armor, the gold scaled suit with Lame the Coral. yeah, <laughs>
1: Coral does look pretty cool.
3: Yeah, and as they're going like back to the old tropes, like basically. Uh, like the classics,
0: yeah, yeah. The old, or the, the classic, cartoons. the classic-looking DC costumes and characters, and and the movie's already out in China, and it's oh, making really? bank over there. I'm not surprised though. Yeah, it's it's so far from what I, from what my understanding is, it's already made sixty million dollars over there. <laughs> wow! Yeah. So it it's just running through. You know, no, it's great. Wall proof. <laughs> Actually, I'm sorry. It made sixty million dollars in two days. You know why that doesn't surprise Whoa. me. You know why that doesn't Whoa. surprise me. West China West. tends
1: to love the Samoans. China loves The Rock.
2: <laughs> China <laughs> loves The
1: Rock. True. So he's kind of, I, for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. It's like, for, for like some, for some reason, the Chinese like Samoan like action stars, like The Rock and Jason Momoa. At least that's what it seems. The movie looks like a lot of fun. It looks like it's just basically going to go for a crazy comic book ride. So, I mean, I don't know.
0: What are the thoughts do you guys have? Well, we're we're like? actually going to see it a week early. We're going to see it next Saturday, both Metatron, myself, and Elias. So, we'll give, we'll give you a, a quick synopsis review, no spoiler-free, no spoiler <laughs> <laughs> when we see the movie.
1: Okay, that's definitely something yeah. that we're going to want to check out. And, I mean, I don't know if you guys think it's going to make a lot of movies. So far, it's made $60 million
2: in I saw China. The, I saw the trailer. It was very colorful. For yeah. a DC movie, in my yeah, opinion. Oh, and I'd just much. like to say, Django, man, yeah, Django Fett uh, is in the movie. <laughs> Tamura Morse, I hope I'm saying yeah. his name right. Yep. Yeah, and Wilhelm Dafoe, I it's think. It's Wilhelm Dafoe.
1: Yeah.
3: And we all thought he was dead.
1: Oh, uh, Django Fett? Django Fett. No, he's he's returned. It's been a while since I've seen that guy in anything. But I'm just a simple
2: man trying to make my way in the
1: universe. It's <laughs> <laughs> something. But it, it is something that looks pretty exciting. I think it's going to make a lot of money. I don't know. What do you guys think?
0: $60 million already in China.
1: Good reviews.
0: Good. Okay. The projections they have is between sixty and eighty million here in the states for that first weekend. If they make that much money, that's a success, right? Well, yeah, I, think I would so. think so. Yeah, I
1: guess we'll see. I'll see it. We'll see how it works out. Um, I don't know. In other news, there's uh, some stuff coming out from the Star Wars universe in the past week. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that ASAP?
2: Yeah. So it was actually Walt who brought this to my attention recently that in late summer 2019 so obviously next year that a new star wars novel is going to come out for the one and only glorious grand admiral thrawn yes yes, yes. do it for the blue people yeah, you mm-hmm. know i had to throw that article your way oh man that's, that's all me right that's there. your boy right there that's right just like Maul's his boy you know yeah, that's <laughs> all our boys <laughs> <laughs> that's right but you know, oh, and thrawn. grand grand admiral thrawn He's going to get another book from the one and only Timothy Zahn, the guy who created him back in the 90s. I'm guessing this is like the new Thrawn trilogy because Timothy Zahn has came up with two new novels regarding Grand Admiral Thrawn Mm -hmm. last year and I believe back in 2015. Mm -hmm. And now this one coming out next year is going to discuss Grand Admiral Thrawn. It's called Star Wars Thrawn Treason. It's going to discuss um, Grand Admiral Thrawn's exploits with his TIE Defender program. Yes, that's right, folks. The TIE Defender program, it's regarding the special TIE Fighter variant that was mentioned in the show Star Wars Rebels, which just ended earlier this year. And basically, you know, Grand Admiral Thrawn's TIE Defender project, it's not getting as much credit and recognition as it deserves because the Emperor, along with the rest of the Imperial hierarchy, are giving more attention to a secret project known as Project Stardust. Okay. Mm, interesting. <laughs> yes. We you know what that is. Yes. So apparently it's coming to Grand Admiral Thrawn's attention that the Imperials, or at least the majority of Imperials, care more about the ability to annihilate whole planets than you know expanding the already massive military fleet.
1: So it's like, yeah, it seems like the the Classic strategy of dictators and madmen: intimidation is how you gain power. Really, more than anything else, and that right. seems like what the empire has always been about. They've been building exactly. these huge, ridiculous weapons that probably aren't even really necessary, just to blow up planets, star
2: systems, stars, and some of the books. And well, exactly. And in tight the, and in in the eyes of the Grand Admiral, <laughs> this is not only untactical. This is very um, poor in, in regards to economic spending. Because it takes a lot of credits, right, to create such a massive super weapon. And I, wonder, yeah, and I wonder which that. super weapon is that. Is it a spoiler to say what, what super uh, weapon uh, that is? Oh, I don't know. It's probably a very big moon-sized slice. Mm, that's no that's it's no moon. That's no <laughs> slice. So, mm, so he was on true. the other side of Death Star politics. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> was in this but yeah, so since Operation Stardust should be mentioned, who else is to be mentioned? There you go, your the, other boy. The director, Orson Krennic, Orson Callen Krennic. He should be in, in the novel as well, if you know Stardust is mentioned, and they should probably, you know, come at odds. The Grand Admiral and the director. So this okay. this book sounds almost like a prequel to Rogue One. A, yeah, it, yeah. It, sounds like it. A, it it's it, like it kind of slides right into
0: the things that happened in Rogue
2: One. So kind of like with this casting show coming up, it's like a prequel to the prequel to the prequel. Oh, you just blew my mind there. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I You just blew you my mind. So, so many prequels, so many things in between. It's Star ridiculous. Wars
0: loves their prequels, man. It would, really it would be nice, though. I mean,
1: just getting back to the long-ago rumor that they were going to actually take some of the Thrawn books and make them into a movie. I think it's long overdue they do something with Thrawn, not just in the animated shows. I know he's been in the animated shows. Mm-hmm. But maybe a live-action TV show... Or maybe a movie that features Storm. He doesn't have to be the main character, but he could be a side character that could be really like, or that
0: could add a lot to any Star Wars movie. We're hoping so.
2: I would love to see Grand Admiral Thrawn in like a
0: live-action Star Wars movie. So if, if we look at the way Thrawn's been been handled within the Star Wars universe, we have Rebels, right? Right. Where he he rose to power, and then the very ending of Rebels (spoiler alert) but he was transported away by hyperspace whales right right so we sense. don't know where he's at exactly so how does that since you've read the books how does that get incorporated with what's going on in the books
2: So see this is
0: the thing that's that's that, why i'm i'm trying to figure this the out the
2: reason i know about this tide defender project that's mentioned in the synopsis of the novel thus far is mm-hmm. because the tide defender project was already mentioned in rebels i don't know if you remember yeah yeah i remember the tide that defender project, that was that was like one of the whole main concepts of Grand Emerald Throne's project mm-hmm. in the show. So, have so this should run parallel to the show. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So this is not before or after. This is during. Let me
0: ask you this then: the stuff that happened in the book, right? Yeah. In the two previous books beforehand. Okay. Were was there anything pulled in to Rebels
2: from that? There was, but. I'd be providing a lot of toppings that I don't okay, want to go into depth right now. That's all I want to know. So, because
0: I want to see how cohesive they are with Thrawn's
2: um, timeline. Let's here. put it this way, Walt. The novels, Timothy Zahn's new Thrawn novels run parallel to Rebels. Okay, very good. And so that's that with, you know, my Star Wars news. And there should be games coming up. And, you know, in regards to video games, I got my man Metatron over here to discuss the oh, game awards so I mean, that just occurred recently. Yo, hit Metatron.
4: That. Yes, and... I'm going to say that I was surprised. I mean, I wasn't completely surprised, but I was surprised in the sense that the 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 game of the year I really honestly thought it was going to be Spider-Man for the PS3. PS4, but, PS4. Oh, sorry PS4. Oh god. My <laughs> bad guys don't don't crucify What's me. What's a
1: PS3? <laughs> <laughs>
4: It
2: was actually... You're so last generation. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
4: Well, I'll be proudly last generation. <laughs> but the game of the year mm-hmm. was actually God of War.
1: Say it, boy. I'm not surprised.
4: Matt props, though.
2: <laughs> I, I think yes, it deserved I'm, it. I'm yeah, it surprised. did.
4: It did. But I was just... I mean, given all the good things you heard about the Spider-Man game and... It was a Spider-Man game. Okay. I mean, you see how much recognition he's getting in the movies but also. was a God of War game. Yes, I, <laughs> I, I I know, I know. Remember, but, boy. Like,
2: yeah.
4: but, like, I'm just saying with all the Marvel stuff that's also accompanying that, I'm, I was surprised. God of War, boy. But, again, Marvel God of War especially, I didn't get to play the game, but I saw the entire walkthrough. Me Amazing too. Amazing storyline. Yeah, so man. I am not surprised, not completely surprised, that... It got the Game of the Year nomination. Was it won it. It's well deserved. Yeah, yeah. Deserved.
3: and you know what? Miss, it would have been a tough decision because you know, compared to the Spider-Man game, I've like, uh, uh, Metatron said, uh, I've heard so many good things about Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So many good things from my friends, from uh, my, Walt, from a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So you know.
1: I think
0: Hathaway was... played it also, right?
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. And he loved the game. Most yeah. people that I know really, really enjoyed the game. The city design is, like, people just say exploring the city is really cool, right?
3: Yeah. Cool. And when I found out it was God of War, I was a little, a little surprised because, you know, that game was good. Like uh, Metatron said, again, um, the gameplay was the storyline was really good.
4: We never actually finished it, did we?
3: No, but we've seen enough yeah, to know it's great. but we,
4: we really got to finish it. Like, I yeah. finished it, but Elias haven't finished it. We together have to finish it.
3: Because it is
4: a really good ending.
3: Especially the fights. Yeah. Like, with the bosses.
0: Yeah.
1: Interesting. A bit of a random aside before you get into the rest of the game news. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this video on YouTube, but uh, for anyone who hasn't seen it, there's a really, really fun video... Uh, called Ninja of War, and it's okay. a it's a com, it's a computer graphics animated three part YouTube video. Um, it's made by the YouTube channel for M as in Mike, N as in November, O Alpha, uh, and it's Kratos versus Ryu Hayabusa Ooh. from Ninja Gaiden 3 fame. Okay, uh, I only wanted to mention it. I should have mentioned it maybe in the geek out because I saw it just a couple of days ago. Looks like uh Walt is gonna queue it up so we can take a look. It's really long, so we probably wouldn't be able to watch it and and, and go through it while we talk Was about Ninja Podcast, of War? Ninja of War. It's three parts. Okay. It's all computer animated. And it is, for any gaming fans, one of the most epic battles I have ever seen. Yeah, there's a ninja of war games.
2: one, two, and three. Apparently there's a trilogy or
1: yeah, it's well it's it's the whole fight, three parts. Let's something that should be checked out. If you want to get a little little taste of it right now, yeah, let's maybe go let's ahead, and queue do it that. up,
0: and see like maybe a couple of seconds of it,
1: just so you see. can see some of the madness that I'm talking about. You don't want to get too deep into it, like I said. And for anybody who's a fan who's listening, M is in Mike, N is in November, O is in Oscar, Alpha is the YouTube channel, Ninja of War, Kratos from God of War versus Ryu Hayabusa from Ninja Gaiden fame. Um, a really, really awesome computer animated battle. This is just Ryu Hayabusa fighting some random ninjas. Kratos hasn't even showed up yet. You said this is an indie thing. Yeah, this is just an indie thing. It's indie produced. I mean, I don't know how many views it got. It must have gotten a ton. This is from about four years ago, actually, so it's not a Uh, recent thing.
3: It gives me like the soul. The Ghost of
1: Sparta is here.
3: Yeah, it gives me like the Soul Calibur kind or Street Fighter kind of vibe or oh, Mortal Kombat. It
1: gets so much crazier though. Because if you've ever seen Ninja Gaiden, the combat is like totally crazy vertical. <laughs> Absolutely. It's very much like it in this particular video. Ninja i just got to shout this guy out again. MNO Alpha. It got about 60,000 views a few years ago. When you guys see how cool this is, you're going to wish this guy got a whole lot more views so that you can create more stuff like this. This there is really go. cool battle content. They use all their powers, magic, yeah. they use all the different weapons from the games Kratos, that you might recognize. Yep.
4: Yeah. Those he, look like the Blades of Exile. Those I'm
1: not sure. I'm not, I'm not as big of a God of War yeah. guy as you. I, just I know about Chaos. Ninja Gaiden, and I know that he's using a lot of his weapons from the Ninja Gaiden games. The most recent ones that came out on the Xbox systems uh, that were like the 3D arcade style games. So like, as you can see, this is just a bit of a taste, like I said, it gets a lot crazier. They bust out spells, like, they start using the environment in the battle, and you this know, is about, a total of about 18 minutes of, of combat. This, this, like this fight
0: here is better than some movie fights. It is, yeah. right? It's pretty amazing, right?
1: Yeah. I do not want to, like, take up all our time with this, but I just wanted you guys to get a little bit of uh, info, or a little bit of of, of a, a sneak preview into that. I think definitely check, check it out, out on your own time. Yeah, absolutely. Great, Thanks for bringing it, awesome. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad to bring it up. When you guys mentioned God of War, I totally thought that was a good thing to mention. But, Meta, why don't you tell us a little bit more uh, maybe about God of War about some of the other stuff that won the Game Awards.
4: Yeah, so, just, like I said before, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't actually get to play the game, but from what I saw from the walkthrough, mm-hmm. just like, <laughs> the story, <laughs> the story, and, and, and uh, ASAP can attest to this, too, because mm-hmm. uh, you saw it, if not played
2: it, right? Oh, of course, yes. Did, did you it play it, or did you see it? I just know the whole campaign, the whole narrative <laughs> oh, okay. of God of War. Okay. it was To me, it wasn't even about gameplay. It was just about the story. Yes, it was so it, compelling. Yes, gameplay is always yes. good, right? Metatron, we'd be, be spi- we'd be spilling so many toppings if we were to discuss at the end. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So many. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some gods perish somewhere. But Metatron, I don't mean like to that. interrupt your continuation, but going back to Spider-Man, because I never yeah. played Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that New York City is so in-depth in that game. Oh, yeah. Is Peter Parker able to go inside any building he wants? Like, How in-depth is in-depth? Like, How much can you, know you do? Inside any building. Yeah,
4: I think it's just, think it's if you afterwards.
2: went to a certain
4: place in the city, mm-hmm. it would be tick for tack what's in reality. Yeah, it's a very
0: For the so, most part. The creation of, of Manhattan, is it? Yeah, because oh, wow. like I said, um, a
1: friend of mine, um, uh, that, I, that I used to work with, put up something on Facebook where he was playing the game. I mentioned this in the past, I think, yeah. on one of our podcasts where he was at Stuyvesant High School. Mm-hmm. And he found it in the game. He was like on top of a building, like staring down at Stuyvesant High School That's in awesome. New York City
0: in Manhattan, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. And one one of the cool modes that the the PS4 Spider Man has is that photo mode, right? So you can actually oh, take screenshots of that. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, that's what, that's a big thing. And you get PS4, there's like a, there's like a big community <laughs> right? where they time. they have like Reddit threads of, of people just taking beautiful shots. Oh wow. Um, screenshots, but it's an actual mode in the game where you can just go, you know, and, and kind of set yourself up and take a photo. You like could do that in, in the old Middle Earth Shadow of War game. There you go. used to do
2: that a lot. So, you know, it, it just continues and, and stuff. But one more question regards to Spider-Man. You mm-hmm. know, it takes yep. place in New York city. You know, New York City has five boroughs. It's not just Manhattan. Yeah. So yeah. are you able to go to other boroughs, Metatron? Go to Queens. Um, like, yeah, like, can I go to Brooklyn? You should be able to go his home borough. I don't know. I guess that's, that's a good question. Can I go to Williamsburg? Think... Most,
0: of, most of the old games just focused on Manhattan. Yeah, but that's...
2: Yeah, New York City is but... bigger than just Manhattan.
0: That would
1: be a travesty, though, for Spider-Man. Because Spider-Man's a kid from Queens. You can't have just Manhattan in yeah. Spider-Man
0: games.
4: I mean, I'm like Woodhaven, right? right?
0: That's just me. Or is it Forest Hills? What side? I, no, so, forest, Hills. Yeah. forest Hills. Forest Hills. That's forest Hills. true. That's true. It's Forest you know? Hills. It's uh. Um, Midtown House, High almost School.
1: Almost 100 sure right? from Forest Hills, but I mean I don't know. I'm not sure what the the map is in this game, but if it doesn't have Queens, it's disappointing. If it has New York City, that's still pretty cool. Yeah. yeah,
4: and some other things that uh happened at the game awards. We got um Red Dead Redemption 2 actually got a few things that it
0: won. I think for best music was it? Yeah. So um. Game of the year, God of War was up against a packed, you know, um, I, I don't even want you to, it, the, the competition was fierce, you know, it was Assassin's Creed, it was God of War, it was Spider-Man, it was Monster Hunter, it was Red Redemption 2, so God of War won for Game of the Year, best game direction, mm-hmm. um, and Red Red Dead Redemption 2 got a bunch of awards, they got... The award for Best Narrative, um, Best Score on Music, Best Audio Design, Best mm-hmm. Performance. So, you know, these two games pretty much swept most of the big um, awards. Best Fighting Game. I'm not surprised there, too. Though. Best Fighting Game, of course. Um, it's it's something that ah, well, yes. both you and I love yeah. and Elias Dragon Ball Fighter Z1 for best fighting game. Which I'm not right. surprised about either. I'm not surprised at any of these winners. Um, God of War
1: probably deserves to be the, the game that wins for the year. Spider Man 4 was an awesome game um, that definitely a lot of people geeked out about. Red Dead Redemption is something that's like so in pop culture. There's even an episode of South Park recently where they, they uh, reference it a whole lot. Everybody <laughs> is playing it. Uh, it's, it's just a quick reference to that South Park episode. Uh, it's Man Bear Pigs Return. Al Gore comes back. Oh, uh, you know, I remember. Talks about man. playing Red Dead Redemption in this thing. So, Gore. Uh, yeah, Al Gore. Al <laughs> Gore comes back and he's super serial <laughs> this time. Um, but man, Pigs. <laughs> There's references to Red Dead Redemption everywhere, so I'm not surprised that that's a winner. And yeah. Dragon will see Fighters is, is totally awesome.
3: Guys, I have a very important announcement to make.
1: What? 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 Wait. Huh?
3: I think I'm addicted to Fortnite.
0: Wait, what? <laughs> Um, what are you saying? Okay. Why are you, are you telling us Are, are you leaving us now? Uh, yes. To play go, Fortnite? Maybe. Gonna go
3: play, you're
0: going to go play Fortnite. But wait. Oh boy. Come to the pizza party. Just I guess that's why snacks. he was... Ge- he was ge- wait, 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 come back. Where are you going? I think we just lost Elias. I don't
1: think he... Okay, all right, let's just get back into the rundown i folks, guess you guys
2: uh, folks part of fighting your addiction oh. is first admitting you have an addiction oh yes <laughs> at least he was able to do that for us all right, and so off, he
1: off he goes off to Fortnite. Fortnite. look he's doing the dance on the way
2: season seven <laughs> <laughs> nightmares nightmares no. out now yeah. Yeah. No. what <laughs> out now
1: out now all right season so seven. i guess we, we've lost one man
0: so,
4: all right. guy, so uh really quick before I get into the last uh, game trailer that I uh, wanted to get into we got uh, a new uh we got an announcement for far cry um new, new dawn hmm. far cry new dawn another one and I'm not gonna lie it really just looks like far cry new dawn equals fallout. <laughs> Why is that? Because it's basically nuclear dystopia. So Uh-oh. it's in a
2: post-apocalyptic world.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, I can go for that. I mean, it, it looks cool. I, I'm, I'm, I like mm-hmm. Far Cry. I've been, I've started Far Cry ever since Far Cry Two, where uh, you get sent the Savannah, right? I yes. played Far Cry One. Yeah. On PC. Oh, the one in
2: Africa. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that one was. Dope. Yeah, Far Cry, Far Cry 1, one
0: was was tough though because wherever you need to go. Hard. You had to literally walk there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm excited or for most of it. The most, yeah. <laughs>
1: or oh, something there, were, there weren't as many vehicles in Far Cry ones. There yeah, were there
4: ones. yeah, and just uh, Far, just really quick before I get into this last thing, Far Cry Two. One of the things that I hated about it was mm-hmm. the Guns would rust up if you went into the water. Oh, they really? would jam, right? Yeah. yeah.
2: That's actually pretty awesome. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. it is, yeah, but yeah, like, like it was so annoying. Yeah. I remember like having malaria and you needed the pills and yeah, stuff. wait, you couldn't do anything in Far Cry or you could put it in a bag
1: or like leave it on shore, or, like float it across the water. Yeah. That'd be more fun do that. That'd because, be interesting. Uh, I guess you couldn't do that in Far Cry 2 But okay. You have to be <laughs> stealthy
2: too because you can alert an entire village, I remember. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's too it. bad they Burn didn't have out. balloons.
0: Balloons in Far Cry 2 The way they have balloons in just cry just uh, so, uh just, just, cause, just cause just, cry. Yeah, <laughs> just, just cry. cry. Just cry. Just cry for. Just cry. Just cause for four
1: cause for. Yeah. Uh, just cry for cause. That yeah. looks like a pretty cool game too. We already it's, it's got balloons. Yeah, I mean, so, I, I've always liked just Cuts. It's like a crazy
4: version of stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So the last announcement, or, yeah, the last announcement that I wanted to make was, it has been officially announced that now that uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, did I, mm-hmm. did I get that right? Yeah, I think you did. That was officially announced. And in case you guys don't know what that's about, that is basically going to be, you're playing from the point of view of a Jedi Padawan or a Jedi Knight. okay? And it's going to be the Jedi being hunted down during Order 66. Ooh. And So that's during the Great Jedi Purge. Yes, and you're basically, if I'm understanding this correctly, you're basically being hunted down by Oogie Boogie Darth Vader. Oh man,
1: that's terrible.
4: That no, sounds... Awesome I though. Know
1: what the gameplay style is gonna be. If it's gonna be like uh Battlefront, if it's gonna be like um no. like uh the, not the Force Awakens. Uh, what was the the action adventure one with uh the the oh I'm sorry guys, I'm totally drawing a blank so right one? now. The Force Unleashed, excuse
0: me, the Force oh, Unleashed, that Force one? Unleashed, Force yeah. Unleashed was awesome. That might be a
1: good gameplay basis also, maybe something like the old Jedi Knight PC games. There's a lot of good places they can
2: go. So Metatron, when can we expect Jedi Ooh. Fallen Order? To release, it's a good question. Well, it looks like I'm so look November
1: 2019, which would put
0: it right before Episode Nine's release. Oh, so it's, it's going to come out alongside Episode Nine. It's a good, a good yeah. way to hype up the movie. It's a good way to, to play, you know. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's good timing. It's and a good then, companion. Yeah,
4: and then just as a closing comment, I I I feel kind of guilty saying this now because um, a while back. Walt urged me, because if you guys don't know me by now, I like, I aside from liking kaiju and supernatural sort of stuff, uh, I also like Alien and Predator. Mm-hmm. So there was this game that came out called Alien Isolation, and it was a horror game. I never got around to playing it, because I was like, uh, horror games, no action, boo, uh, I don't want it. <laughs> but... Now that we're getting this Jedi Fallen Order possibly being hunted down by Darth Vader kind of story, I would kind of like to see that game be a horror game. That could be a, a nice uh, twist on it instead of just being purely action. <laughs> it could be
1: like Silent Hill or something like that. Pyramid Head like chasing you around the map with a huge sword. Like a Star Wars of version of Doom. In this case, yeah. Yeah. it's Darth Vader chasing you around the map. With a huge freaking
4: lightsaber, yeah, <laughs> it could be an entertaining game. Well, right maybe now. we can get some Inquisitors because they—they're probably around by this time. The also. seventh sister, the fifth brother, yeah. Grand Inquisitor. There are a lot of there are a lot of things you can do with this, but yeah, yeah that's game, that. going it to... sounds like fun. Yeah, that's pretty much going to wrap up the game news. There's one more thing that I think we wanted to touch on, and
1: we have a Broly review. Ah, uh, yes, indeed, and of course, as Many of you may know, uh, for those of you who listened so far, I am the resident Dragon Ball nerd. So is Elias, but unfortunately he's gone off to satisfy his Fortnite addiction. And Walt here would probably be our other Dragon Ball nerd, being a huge Broly fan. But um, just a quick mention, uh, IGN had a recent review of the Dragon Ball Super Broly movie. And so far, the reviews are pretty darn good. IGN gave it an 8.5 out of 10, which is a really good review. I think I actually kind of expected this, guys. For me, this is really, really exciting news because uh, I was thinking to myself and watching the trailers that they were really going to flesh out the Dragon Ball universe and make it something like the big movie universes like Marvel or Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And this this review uh, pretty much confirms that they're they're really trying to flesh out storylines instead of just making it kind of how old Dragon Ball was, where it was all about like cheesy comedy and action. They're really trying to expand upon it, um, and they're changing backstories to make it more interesting. The review says the action is really great, the story is really great. There are not too many characters, but there are just enough to, to really drive the action forward. And the best news of all is um, it's a really nice blend between the nostalgia that all us old Dragon Ball fans enjoy and a lot of Great new animation and kind of great new storytelling techniques, updated like anime storytelling techniques. It looks like it's just a great update for Dragon Ball. And for us fans, it looks like it's going to really bring the series into the future. So that's something that, honestly, I am super excited about. Dragon Ball Super Broly, check it out. It comes out in theaters in January in the United States. Cool. That takes us through the news segments for the week. We're going to seg right into a little bit of our main topics this week. We're headed to the trailer park to discuss a few of the trailers that were released this past week. And, oh, there is a wealth of trailer information for all you geeks out there. Walt, why don't you tell us a little bit about the first trailer in the world of gaming geekdom?
0: Yeah, the, first, the first trailer I got to talk about is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Mm-hmm. Marvel, let me, let me say that again. Marvel... Ultimate Alliance 3. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3? Yes. I, I will say it one more time. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. I didn't hear you. Say again. Marvel <laughs> Ultimate Alliance 3. It's been nine years hmm. since the last Ultimate Alliance. The How Ultimate, many years? Nine years. It's been a while. Ultimate Alliance 2 came out in 2009. September 15th wow. exact. Nine years later, we're getting the third game. Now I love the first game. The first game was probably the best one. The second yeah. one, they tried to introduce the fusion, where they took where they took multiple characters. So, for example, if you had Cyclops, Cyclops, oh, no. and you had Captain America, you can fuse them together, where Cyclops' eye blast would bounce off of um, Captain America's shield and just obliterate everybody oh you mean
4: like the combo moves.
0: yes oh, they were oh, called okay, i think I they were called fusions. fusions
1: right oh they called them that yeah they called they, them they, that the that be
0: something different to mine for a dragon ball fan yeah 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 no no we're not we're not talking go getter here you know yeah. what i'm saying so um that the second one wasn't as good as the first one i have a lot of hopes for this third one mm-hmm. this third one is also being made by team ninja of Ninja Gaiden fame. Speaking of which, we just talked about Ninja Gaiden a little while ago. Ninja yep. Gaiden. And so that, that makes a good question. Ninja Gaiden was one of the hardest games um, that was ever made, it's right? Such a fun game, though. Yep. But there's hope. So, um,
4: yeah. Uh, I have a question, Walt. Is this new Ultimate Alliance game, is it going to be in any way tied to the MCU?
0: Well, the name of the game is called Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three: The Black Order. I would say that's a good sign that yes, Ooh. yes, most likely it will be right. So we have characters from Infinity War that are going to be in it, um, and so, like I said, it's still gonna, it's still in the same vein as the first two. It's four-player couch co-op, but it's only on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Say oh, it's, just only that. On it's exclusive only to the switch. Well why is that switch? though? Why is
2: that cross-platform? Well it's
0: it's it's one of these things where probably Nintendo said, you know what? I'm going to pay over the top just to have it come on our platform. They probably want this to be like like a whole new version of Smash
1: Brothers for them. Yep. When I like completely take over the the uh, multi- uh. multiplayer character combat I don't know, genre, man. right? Because Smash <laughs> rules
2: the Switch right now. Yeah,
1: exactly. exactly. Nintendo does get like a decent amount. They are getting a few more exclusives uh, again from the Dragon Ball fantasy is more something that I would know about. But there's a there's a very popular game in Japan called Dragon Ball Heroes, and that was that had never come to the United States until it's coming to the Switch apparently next year. They're coming is that out the is Switch that version the, of the game. card
0: game? Yes. Okay. That that Do explains it
1: too because Switch likes to have those types of card games and those types of different types of games as well, but that is a bit of a coup for Nintendo to
0: get this game exclusively on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, so four-player co-op, the the one main difference that I see, the first two was very Diablo in, in terms of it was an overhead RPG mm-hmm. game. This one's going to be over the shoulder.
1: Which is a very Ninja Gaiden thing to do, yeah. I would say, very Ninja Gaiden. And what Dead or so, Alive,
0: I think, was the other games that yeah, that company made. So they're, they're going to be leaning into those Ninja Gaiden... Um, you know, their background and doing that game. So it looks very interesting. The the trailer has me excited. Um, but that's not the only trailer that came out of the Game Awards. What else do we have? Yeah. We also have Mortal Kombat 11, which <laughs> Metatron <laughs> here is going absolutely bonkers over. <laughs> yes. So in the trailer, well,
4: first of all, let me talk about where Mortal Kombat X left off. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to issue the spoiler warning. Because if you didn't play it, well, I'm sorry, guys. You had to have played it by now. It's been out for a while. So, with yeah. the yeah, ending it's... of Mortal Kombat uh, X or 10, had us at uh, Cassie Cage beating corrupted Shanok. Hey, we saved the Earth again. And so, what happens at the end is um, so, Shanok is beaten, but something else peculiar happens Raiden <laughs> goes dark side. Dark Raiden. And that is the first person we see in the trailer. And he's also the first person to get off. Which has me a little worried, but I don't think they're going to do that for the purposes of the campaign. Because, guys, ultimately, when it comes to these kind of games, i play them for the campaign. Because, like... I concur. I totally concur. Yeah. And I just... I can't wait to see where they're going to go with Dark Raiden. Because in the... at the end... He said he was tired of playing defense for Earthrealm anymore. That's right. He said he's going to go offense. Whew. And so I just want to see what is going to happen about that. And then we also got a sprinkle of a new character at the very end. Uh-oh. And I'm new I character. don't know what's going on there, but
2: uh we'll hmm. see uh ASAP. You have any thoughts? Oh, well yeah, Mortal Kombat 11. I mean, you're mentioning Dark Raiden. You know, I can only make me wonder that you know in Mortal Kombat X or 10, yeah. whatever you want to call it um Raiden, I believe he's the leader of the White Lotus Society. Yes. Like that's his faction, like you know, like the clan of martial artists mm-hmm. all over Earth over Earth Realm. He's going Dark Raiden, so I'm guessing he's no longer leading the White Lotus. Yeah, they're I kind of know. in disarray because first they lose uh Kang
4: Lao, right? Because he was a part of it. Exactly. Then they lose Liu Kang, who's actually now the Emperor of Nether of the NetherRealm. That's right. With alongside Kitana. And now, I think Dark, he's,
2: he's undead, right, Liu Kang?
4: Yeah, he's a he's a revenant. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: He's with and the Brotherhood of Shadows, or yeah, he,
4: yeah, he's the Brotherhood of Shadow. And now, mm-hmm. Raiden has left too. Who, who's gonna fill that void? I mean, That's crazy. I'm man. thinking Kung Jin might mm-hmm. step up because I think he is part of the the White Lotus because he's the mar- he's he's the only martial artist that we see on the
2: right on that. On that side, and he's the only one alive. <laughs> I mean, I mean, hey, man, like you mentioned that you're all about campaigning when it comes to Mortal Kombat, yeah. dude. I'm, I'm all, um, I'm all for that. I'm totally with that because I too am all about the campaign in regards to Mortal Kombat. I want to see where all this leads in regards to the canon. Mm-hmm. And you know how there's multiple factions. You have the White Lotus Society. You have the, um, what was it? The what was it? Um, Sub Zero's faction. The uh, Ling Kuei You also the Lin have Kui, The Black Dragon. The Brotherhood of Shadow. Of darkness yeah. or whatever, and yeah, you had all these factions, and you just want to see where it, where it takes us, you know. And yeah. in this trailer, it was just so dope, man. It was so dope. Like the music matched, in my opinion. A lot of people are hitting on the music by Twenty One Savage or Twenty One Savage, I, sh- I should say. It, it was pretty dope. It, it matched the whole um, battle theme going on, and it was crazy. Like I don't, I'm not sure many of y'all have seen the trailer yet, but it was Scorpion, right, fighting Dark Raiden. Yes, Scorpion. Yes, yeah, Scorpion. Like he was Scorpions, right? No, it was what happens is when you kill Scorpion, he, comes
4: he actually back. comes back. That's his Spectre ability. Gotcha. He comes back and he comes back
2: stronger. Retro Scorpion. So it's like uh, yeah, we can see that in the trailer. Yeah. So yeah, freaking Scorpion. He it seemed like he was getting his butt whooped in the beginning by Dark Raiden, but you saw him come back at the end. Yeah. His head <laughs> blew up and then <laughs> just whoop. oh man, it was bloody. But that's the way Mortal Kombat ought to be. You know, what's Mortal Kombat without blood and gore, right, Metatron? Oh yeah. X rays. And then just to wrap up that, the
4: the coup de grace of this is that if you pre-order it, Mm -hmm. you get the legendary, the one and only Shao Kahn
1: as a playable
2: character. I've never played a Shao Kahn before. And Beta Access. but Shao Kahn? Shao Kahn. Yeah. And just oh. has he ever even been in a Mortal Kombat game? I can't recall as a playable well, character. As so a playable yeah, character, I don't think so. Actually, yeah,
1: once I actually was. Was, with, was it three or something like that? Okay. Way and if you days.
2: unlock him in Mortal Kombat versus DC, you could also do that too. Well, you Mortal see, that's Mortal Kombat, Kombat versus yeah. DC Metatron, But what about just a Mortal Kombat standalone game? I don't recall. Exactly. Likewise, huh. I, I can't recall one.
4: Yeah. And so that's going to wrap that up. The next thing that I'm going to throw this over to ASAP, there is a new Vader trailer. This is a fan film.
2: Oh yeah, that's right. MetaTron said it. It's a Vader fan film. It's an indie film directed by directed and produced by YouTube star Star Wars Theory. Yo, this guy Star Wars Theory, this basically like your hub on YouTube for all things Star Wars. This guy is like the big dog of Star Wars on YouTube. And he loves it so much to the point where he's investing all his time and almost all of his money on this fan film. There will be no money made from it. It's free to watch on YouTube come December 20th on YouTube. Make sure y'all check that out. The trailers just came out. They're just teaser trailers, like 15 second like loop trailers. You don't really see much other than you know, you don't even see other than like you know Vader not even Vader's in the trailer. You just hear his voice, <laughs> you see what right? The boo, I think, right? Yeah. You, okay. So Vader, one. Vader's in his starfighter. He's still in his Jedi starfighter that Anakin was using, right? I'm guessing you know, there's no Vader Tie Fighter yet because it a, look, this is a sweet ride. So right, but here's the thing: this film has to take place like almost immediately after Episode Three. Oh yeah, especially if because I believe I don't know if it's
4: canon, but there was a run of like this film's not canon. Uh, yeah, but like because I remember there we actually have this up in uh my room. Um the Walt has a, a figurine where it's basically Anakin Starfighter, but it's decked out in black, which is basically oh, wow. its transformation into being Darth Vader's thing. Right. But yeah. like like ASAP here said, it's not even died. So this has to be taking place right after he just got the suit.
2: It only makes sense. And the thing is we see in the second teaser trailer that You know, the Star Destroyers that were used in the Republic, they're still in their, like, Republic-class Star Destroyers. They're not the Imperial-class ISDs yet, the Imperial Star Destroyers. They're still in the Republic version, but without the red paint. So it's just, like, gray, Okay. you know? And Vader still is still in his Jedi Starfighter. It's not black, though. It's still, like, it's regular markings. Mm -hmm. And he goes to Naboo in the first teaser trailer. Why is he going to Naboo? There's only one reason, guys. There has to be only one reason. His wife, his late wife. We'll see. It looks like an interesting trailer. He wants I mean, to see her again. The, the production quality
1: on this trailer definitely looks really, really awesome. Which yeah, is something that's cool. It really it.
2: does. This has to arguably fan be, film. yeah, this has to arguably be the best Star Wars fan film to date once it comes out December twentieth. And supposedly this is only episode one, oh, so this has to be a whole series, man. So yeah. Sounds good. We're this just gonna have exciting. to wait and
1: see. I can't wait to see it. When, guess, when,
2: is, when is it dropping again? Comes out December twentieth on YouTube, free to watch. Make sure y'all check it out on Star Star Wars Theory. That's his channel. Um, our next pizza party is supposed to be the twenty second, so I should, you know, mention a quick review of the movie come to our next pizza party. We'll have a little bit of information on it by then. Minus <laughs> toppings, of course. If y'all haven't watched it by that time, <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna
1: get into the spoilers right yeah. <laughs> now. not at all. One of the the other trailers,
4: uh, or I'm sorry, Meta, did you have something to add? So, in Godzilla news, um, we're supposed to be getting a trailer for King of Monsters tomorrow. Okay. And I'm pretty hyped about that. Monarch has actually put out some pretty interesting footage even before that. Uh Uh-oh. Not too long ago, I think, we got just a little snippet of King Ghidorah doing a little charge across the battlefield. And I was just like... What? That's that three-headed dragon, yep. right? Uh-oh. And not only that. Um, for those uh, Walt, me and Walt, we we kind of go ham on this. Toys will always be the spoiler. Yes, the spoiler. So spoil everything. We actually got some figurines for King of Monsters, and the designs look they're beyond this world. Especially... Especially the one for King Ghidorah. I mean, you look at the first trailer. Mm-hmm. He already looks majestic. It's huge. But when you look at... When you take away all the shading from the trailer, and you look at it, even in its figurine form, because that's practically what he's going to look like in the movie, he looks so awesome. As clear as
2: day. Yes. It is so amazing. <laughs> like... Just... <sighs> I'm glad you're really hyped for this, Metatron, because I understand this is your childhood. You yes. grew up in the MonsterVerse, man. So I can only understand how hyped you are for this. Yeah, it is just... It is so great to see how this is all coming together.
1: Even not being as big of a fan of Godzilla, I remember like all of the really awesome monster designs of the different kaiju from when I was younger, from the original Godzilla, Man yeah. in the Suit yeah. movies, and yeah... King Ghidorah and it looks like apparently Mothra's in this one too. Oh, this is well. going to be based be a lot of um, them basically, right? So like to see their new designs is going to be pretty yeah. cool awesome. Especially like yeah, I was looking at the King Ghidorah design while you were talking and he looks insanely cool kind of charging across the battlefield
2: with three <laughs> heads going to bite somebody's well Godzilla's head off, <laughs> I'm assuming. It does look really yeah. really cool. Imagine King Ghidorah versus Smog. <laughs> <laughs> um, Two dragons against each other. Uh, but uh, one has three heads though. I'm sorry, but in that case, kid, I'm going to have Gidora, to
4: go Ghidorah all yeah. the way. Smart this guy, hard. if they stick to his origin the right way, yeah. and even on the website, he's he's uh, they've characterized him as an extinction-level event.
2: That's crazy. And
4: what you see in the trailer is that it looks like they're going to be expanding on his powers because he has this thing where he shoots lightning out of his each of his heads. They're called gravity beams, right? Yeah, that's crazy. But it looks like in the trailer, because... We see storms going off in the trailer. It looks like the gravity beams are going to be used to set off storms.
2: That's crazy.
4: And it's like a force of nature. This, That's what's yes, cool and it. if this is the case, he is. Pro- and coupled with the fact that he is a mass, uh, a mass extinction level event, he's probably going to be the one responsible for taking out the dinosaurs.
2: You know, King Ghidorah, just wow. like Godzilla, is just like another because yeah, definition like, of OP. Yeah, that's what it sounds like.
4: Yes, like this is probably going to be one of the more powerful iterations we've seen yet. And <laughs> the old one, the old one, mind you, was a planet destroyer. This guy destroyed stars,
2: <laughs> and so it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be crazy. Well, star, Smog is your generic dragon. No, he's still pretty cool. I'll get You know, you're you're know, still pretty cool. Well, you know? <laughs> cool. oh, at least he talks, right? Oh yeah, he talks. You know. Oh, that's you know, another thing. King And hey, hey, he loves gold, you uh, feel me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm mean? saying? Gotta get that
4: gold. Yeah, and just one more King Ghidorah snippet. In the old movies, the heads never really had much of a personality, other than the fact that, okay, he's somewhat smart, he can fight. In this movie, the two heads are gonna be like, okay, they're heads, but one of them is gonna have a personality. Really? And that's gonna be the middle head. Okay. Well and it makes that is sense. gonna be that is gonna be awesome to see just how he toys around with that.
0: It's gonna be like Venom. No, yeah. I hope not. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. With, the, with the old is the the two on the side kind of just flopped around, right? When it was the uh, yeah the old the old old movies. Yeah,
4: and then sometimes the middle head too. But now this one, he's giving they're giving him a character. That's right, folks. There's the yeah.
2: Ashla, there's the Bogan, and there there's the Bash Logan. <laughs> <laughs> and so and Star Wars.
0: Yeah.
4: Continuing in the vein of trailers, we did not get a trailer. Yeah. And that was for a Spider-Man Far From Home.
0: Yes. Tear from eye falling. So, well, actually... I'm surprised. But it would have been nice to have three amazing Marvel trailers. In well... Reality. Maybe I, it's a little too much, though. I'm going to say this. Um, the trailer was supposed to drop today. This morning, apparently, right? Yeah. Because it was, it's being... Reve- revealed in the Brazilian Comic-Con. So we have word that now the rumor is that the trailer dropping in the U.S. is going to be December 18th. However, hmm. I do have a trailer description because the trailer did come out in Brazil. So there's probably going to be a leak on YouTube or else. Yeah, it's coming. At some point relatively soon. What's the trailer description? And, and, and let me tell you something. It's very, very interesting. It's not what you think. It's not Sister 6? <laughs> Um, not quite. So apparently what what happens here is that the trailer begins with Peter Parker, Aunt May, and Happy Hogan all together. And they're going on a school trip to Europe, specifically Venice. Um, MJ is there. Ned is there. And they all leave. And so they're in Venice. They're in the canals. There's some romance between MJ and, and, and Peter starting. And then Nick Fury shows up. So you have Peter Parker in a hotel room with Ned. Ned gets taken out by a dart, and Nick Fury walks in. And then now you start seeing all the different suits, including the stealth suit. So it looks like there's going to be a little shield action, you know. Maybe he gets that suit from... Uh, Nick Fury. You
2: know, I thought you just said that
0: Tyson Fury shows something. No. <laughs> I
2: was like, wait, Nick Fury. Oh wait, no, you meant Tyson. He's gonna
0: start singing like he did at the press conference. <laughs> whatnot, you know? So, um, so Nick Fury's there, and then the surprising thing at the very end of the trailer, there's a team up, but not who you would expect. So we know that Spider-Man obviously is there, mm-hmm. and we know that Jake Gyllenhaal has been cast to be Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Mysterio does show up, he doesn't have the fishbowl on his head, but he teams up with Spider-Man against Hydro-Man in
4: Venice. Oh, what? What? what?
1: But that can't be what he's... He can't be a good guy in this one. I don't don't know. know. (laughs) It seems very, very surprising. That's gotta be a misdirection. I mean, they probably cast Jake Gyllenhaal in this movie because one of his last movies, Nightcrawler, he played a guy... That fake very news. Very good movie, by the way. Very, very that good movie. That was an movie. awesome movie. It was an awesome movie. But he was a reporter that would fake news and fake like really, really dark stuff and like commit crimes in order to have actually like get really awesome news stories for, mm-hmm. for his station. So to me, it almost sounds like Mysterio is kind of playing the same game in this one. Maybe he's doing a little bit of
0: misdirection Maybe it he's could be. make himself look like the hero. It could or something be. like that. Because the way they describe this, this the end of this trailer, Hydro Man. Being in Venice, what is is there in Venice? There's nothing but water, right? So he kind of emerges from the waters in Venice. And Spider-Man's fighting him. He's having a tough time. At the very end of the trailer, what it states is that he appears to work with Spider-Man to help him. Mm -hmm. Appears to. Yeah. So there's, there's, like you said, there could be some misdirection. But it's interesting that the trailer frames him as being an ally of Spider-Man. We'll see. But... You know what? Once that thing gets put out, we'll have a better sense of what that trailer is. But, um, we actually see it exactly. Mm -hmm. And it seems like we're gonna have to wait at least 10 days.
2: So, um, I'll steal it online somewhere in between now and then. It's odd to hear of a Spider Man movie that doesn't generally take place in New York City.
1: Yeah, Yeah. a little bit. A little bit. There's definitely some comic precedents where he did travel to like Europe and other places Mm -hmm. too in the comics, but. All the movies have been set in New York City, right? I think. Yeah. Every single one. So but it, but it does
0: make sense the name of the movie is Spider-Man Far From Home, right? So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Far From real, Queens, Far From Queens, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm Queens. not going to lie,
4: when we first heard Far From Home, I was thinking, "Oh, so he's coming home from space." Yeah.
0: <laughs> but apparently we're a,
4: cl- a little bit closer to home than we thought. The
0: one thing that I am going to try I need to try and figure out when does this take place in terms of the events of Infinity War? Nobody knows, because I think the rumor that yeah. we even reported a long time ago is
1: it happens right after... And we have a name for this now, by the way. We might as well, well report it. Right after Thanos' snap, which is being affectionately referred to in the MCU as the Decimation. The yes. Decimation. Decimation. Which is uh, interesting mm-hmm. that, that they chose that name. I'm not a fan of the name, but that's something for... That, well, that's a topic like for it. a few minutes from now. Yeah, Explain I
2: actually that. like it, too. And there's actually... um. There's actually like an old um like definition or reference to the word um decimation mm-hmm. um during the Roman um era during ancient Roman times. The term decimation, it meant that, um what do you call this? let's say let's say there was um a mass a massive humiliation in battle mm-hmm. for like you know like a Roman legion mm-hmm. that they were treated um, uh, okay. okay, and their um their um their legionary commander you know, order them not to, to, like, to hold their ground and mm-hmm. continue fighting. Let's say they retreated, they would all be decimated, meaning they would all be massively punished, right? They, From what I remember in, in studying this, that – what what
0: was that, Walt? So the, the decimation, you are absolutely right that um it's
2: punishment for the entire group. I wanted to say how the process works. Go for it. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say really gotcha. quick. <laughs> that the legionary commander would have one of his men issue – a stone to um to all the you know all those who participated in that massive humiliation or mm-hmm. the retreat in this case right mm-hmm. and let's say it was a white stone they would be condemned to slavery for a certain amount of time if it was a black stone okay they would be condemned to death by their own men right who who stayed there and held their ground so they would basically be killed by their own mm. so you basically wanted either you know, the white stone for slavery, <laughs> or you just wanted to, you know, end it all there with a black stone. It's interesting. Actually. Basically, it was a massive punishment. I wonder if it's if it was a uh, half white stones and half black
1: stones, because that could actually make a little bit more of a reference to the decimation being half of the universe
0: right being wiped out. I, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the name. I, I I'll, I'll still lean back to the Thanos snap. I think that has more more relevance than the decimation. Um, the decimation does refer to the number ten, Ooh. which which doesn't make a lot of sense Ooh, in this man. in this thing. I just like the snap, so, man. Yeah, the snap, the, easy the snap, is, is yeah, it's very easy, it's very not the quick. Comic it's, simple, name. Usable, it's more simple though. Snap. Yeah. yeah, it was always a snap. snap. But this decimation came out of a comic because this is a prequel comic to. Um, The next infinity war.
2: Mm.
0: So I thought it was a historical reference. Yeah, so for for some reason it very
1: well could be. That sounds like it's a solid reference.
0: For some reason, Marvel Comics decided that the Decimation was a better name for it. I don't know. I'm not too crazy about it, (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) I mean,
1: getting back to it, I guess we really don't know when exactly Spider-Man's time frame is going to be.
0: It's it's all it's all a mystery. So we really
1: know. But but speaking of Time frames and maybe jumping around a little bit in time frame. We did get another trailer this week. We did. You guys uh all got a chance to check out the Captain Marvel trailer. Yes, guys.
2: Yes. Guys, I feel ostracized because I did not you I only did check not? I only checked out the big main trailer, which we will discuss right after. In just a moment.
1: Well, you know We'll give yeah. we'll give Captain Marvel a little bit of a moment over here, why don't we? Let's take a look at it real quick. Yeah, A
2: dollar and AP Balrog's busy and Mordor doing a lot
1: of <laughs> sometimes. Cool you, know, you have to protect small kick so
2: that's
0: the kind of thing that Guntorians. can happen sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here we see what's going on. Start. So just point of reference, this takes Place in the past.
1: Yeah, the, the time jump that I was referring to is yep. that this takes place sometime like in the Fury early nineties.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, like 90, like Blockbuster Pass. <laughs>
1: they actually have Blockbuster video in one of the trailers. Yeah, the first trailer
0: shows her landing in <laughs> yeah, Blockbuster. she, fa- she falls not from landing. Yeah, exactly, and crashes into like she's trying to, she's oh, trying to write the video. movie or something. I guess <laughs> so so, <laughs> I think she fell in like the sci-fi section or something like that. Yeah, know? probably literally. Yeah, exactly. So here's um, a little um, bit of the trailer just to give you an idea and, of what it is, so you can give us a slight impression. Just so that you know, there is de aging techniques happening here. So, like, barf, you're going to see Samuel Jackson looking much younger than he currently looks.
1: And, um, but it's still Cole Samuel set.
0: Jackson, yes, yeah, it's still Samuel Jackson, but they use
2: technology to de age him. So, um, all right, guys, I understand you're gonna like speak over this, but I just want to hear a little bit. So, I'm gonna go closer to the Take a look to the TV sounds, a bit. Sounds good. Go ahead, I'll look. be back in a bit,
1: folks. We'll Let's narrate go. it a little bit as you take a closer look. And so, here we go with the Captain Marvel trailer. We're going to put it on again for a little bit for you guys. For those of you who haven't seen it. So the trailer seems to start so, on a train in Los Bay Angeles, has. I believe. And there's a nice little old lady on the train that looks creepy and gets, she gets smacked in the face by Brie Larson's Captain Marvel. Starts flipping around like a maniac. Gets her head rammed into a railing on the, on the train. Heroes. No warrior, heroes. A young Nick Fury and Captain Marvel smiles, which for some reason was a thing. I get the feeling actually they the reason they're doing that is because Captain Marvel in the comics is actually very much like Tony Stark. She's smug, she's a smartass. Yep. She's uh. I mean, another aspect of the story that's not visited in the movies is they both have a drinking problem, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a comic about that. But that's besides the point. This is why she would be good to lead the next phase of
0: Marvel. She's kind of like Iron Man in her personality. Oh, yeah. And especially at the end of the trailer, there's Mm -hmm. a very Iron Man-esque sequence. Yeah. yeah. With her flying around.
1: A lot of the trailer, by the way, is showing flashbacks of her as a pilot, as her as a child, overcoming
0: different setbacks. And I, I will say this: one of the pilots that she's she's with is Maria Rambo, which is very significant because the Captain Marvel after Karen Danvers, Carol Danvers, is Monica Rambo, who is the daughter. I found that mistake. The mistaken. daughter, yes, the daughter of the person that we saw in the trail. Right. So Carol right, Danvers. At least that's what we think.
1: Best friend, it looks like, is the mother of the next Captain Marvel. So the trailer shows oh, a little yeah. bit of Jude Law. There's some rumors that he could be Captain Marvel, or excuse me, Marvel. Yes. Uh, some Doctor other rumors is. are saying he could be the villain in the movie,
0: Jan Rog. That's another rumor that's actually been well, actually, rumor. it's I, been I, jumping around. I don't I know, I know believe, if they confirmed it. I believe in IMDb they have him as Doctor Walter Lawson, which, if that's the case, that is I mean. Captain Marvel. That is, is, wa- is Marvel. Yeah, that is his human form hmm. because in the comics he comes to Earth as a crease spy, and he takes the moniker of Dr. Wal- Walter Lawrence. And we awesome. have Chewie, the cat. Well, it's not named
1: Chewie in this movie, apparently, but there is a cat in here. And um, for those of you who don't know about about Captain Marvel, she has a cat named Chewie in the comic books that actually is not a cat. It's a no. creature called a uh, flurkin, an alien that... Uh, very well, scary. multi-tentacled and apparently has the ability to eat you and send you into other dimensions.
4: Yes. So that's and kind just, of a crappy way to go. And, yeah, and just so you know, ASAP, um, the Scroll commander is being played or voiced by the guy who does Orson Krennic. Ben Mendelsohn, no yes. yes. No, he's he, being played by him, too, because he
1: has a human oh, form in this yeah, movie yes. and he totally looks like him.
2: Mm-hmm, okay. So
1: he's in this also. He's basically, he, he seems like he's one of the main bad guys and you know how awesome he is as a bad guy the heck he's in i mean he was definitely awesome as director krennic so he could be awesome in this one as well
2: so i'm guessing the kyber crystal power of the death star <laughs> didn't kill him it turned him into a scroll it's possible it's really <laughs> possible it gave <laughs> him the ability a lot of
4: force to shape shift, shift.
1: <laughs> by the way i i just when, when we were talking about the cat just a moment ago this kind of throws back to me the moment when Nick Fury says, the last time that I trusted someone, I lost an eye. Mm. Doesn't it kind of look to you like he really trusts that cat quite a bit? (laughs) He he likes cats. I've never seen him be that friendly with anyone in any of the Marvel movies. He really likes that cat. Mm. And if we know anything about the cat in the Captain Marvel comic books, it's not a friendly cat. And
0: spoilers with the the toys. There Mm -hmm. is a toy... Of Nick Fury with the cat. That's on our Instagram, I believe. Yes, is it, it is. I put it out there because toys spoil the world, right? And the cat is in handcuffs. So, there you go. That's oh, almost okay, a confirmation. So
4: double agent.
0: Yeah,
1: the cat has handcuffs what? A muzzle, and a right? And muzzle also. Handcuffs and paw, like, hind paw cuffs. Yep. So, the cat clearly did something bad
0: after we see and, him. And in it's interesting that they pair him with
1: Nick Fury. Yeah. In that form. <laughs> exactly. So, you know. But, I mean, the trailer looks really awesome so far. I think the reference that's really interesting, again, from the Dragon Ball fan, is Captain Marvel really does look like a freaking Super Saiyan at the end of that thing. Oh, when oh, her hair was yeah. way up. Her hair goes straight up, and she, she gets, like, charged Saiyan up. Mode. She's powering up, going what's called um, beta? was it, beta? I can't recall what it's uh, Binary. Yes. Binary. That's That's uh, when she really unleashes her power. Apparently, it gives her the power of a, of a white hole. Which you guys know is essentially the power, the opposite of a black hole. Instead of nothing being able to escape, it's unlimited energy going outwards. Outward. So that's probably what would make her, according to the MCU and Kevin Feige,
0: the most, most powerful. powerful being, well, the most powerful superhero that we've encountered so far in the MCU so far.
2: Exactly. Oh wow, she's she's pretty tough. It's her, Captain Marvel. Right?
0: right.
1: That's what they said so far. They already confirmed it before the movie even freaking comes out. So that's a, a that's a pretty big spoiler. They'll probably find an interesting way to, to fit her into it without her just like beating the crap
0: out of Thanos. But I'm 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 interested we'll see. to see if they lean into her comic book origin because her comic book origin is a little little wacky. You know, I think there's a there's a, a cyclotron involved the way it explodes. <laughs> and um Marvell, who's played by Drew Law in this in this movie, in the comic books, that's how she gains her power because she is just human. But when this thing explodes. The DNA from Marvel gets fused with Carol Danvers, and that's how she's able to acquire all these powers. So she's part human, part Kree. So I wonder how they're going to lean into that. Whether they're probably going to change her origin. I, I think that's that's pretty pretty clear.
2: Um, you know, in this trailer, which was very dope, she said at the end that she's not here to fight like your, your war. She's here to end it. Mm-hmm. Does that probably, like, somehow give way into the next, you know, big Marvel movie?
0: Well, I think um,
2: what she's referring to in the comic books, there's a
0: thing called the Scree-Crow War. I mean, the the, the Scroll, Scroll War. War. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what she's referring to in this movie. I don't think that she's directly speaking about Infinity War. Mm. Um,
2: but okay. then again,
0: it, it, could be, it could be a misdirection. Marvel loves that stuff. You know what I think? I think... Um, that probably ends up
1: being a good a good reference as to why she hasn't been around for so long. Mm-hmm. You figure if all of these universal level threats keep coming to Earth and trying to wreck stuff. And and Nick Fury didn't decide to call her any of these times. He's like, you know what, I'm going to build a whole new team. You know, even though I have the most powerful superhero in the universe. Let me get this guy in this metal suit and this dude who shoots arrows and build a team out of them. Yeah. Maybe maybe she's after busy. this she decided, maybe, maybe she's fighting the Kree Scroll yeah. War. Maybe she did that as a favor and she didn't really want to get involved in this kind of thing unless, I don't know, maybe like the fate of the universe hung in the balance or something like that. Could be. There's a lot of different ways that this movie can set up her not being around for like the next 20 or 30 years or so until the events of the final trailer that we're going to discuss today.
2: And Uh-oh. it is the big one for the week. I definitely saw this one. I
1: think everybody on earth has seen this one. I think I saw a Russo Brothers Instagram post earlier. And I don't think that, I wouldn't, I mean, is this even possible? I saw something about 289 million views.
0: It is the, in number, 24 hours. One, the number one most viewed trailer in history. Like, at least in terms 20, of fast, in terms of speed. In terms of the first to 24 hours. It has to be. It it, it, fought, it blew away
1: everything. <laughs> the population of the United States basically almost has seen that trailer in the last 24 hours. I wonder if that's really. I'm just going to check that. and cross reference that. Oh, I do want to mention one more thing. By the way, I'm going to go back to Captain Marvel. I did see another article that said that it's not confirmed that Jude Law is Captain Marvel. Huh. There was a toy leak. Toys, toys rule. Toys ruin everything. Yes, that, sure. That named him as Ian Rog. So we'll see what that ends up being. But okay. getting back to Captain Marvel. Two hundred and eighty-nine million views, I believe, or not in Captain Marvel, in Avengers, hours. Avengers Endgame, which has been, by the way, the official announced title for the next Avengers movie. You guys have all seen it.
0: Give me some thoughts, guys. Give me some thoughts. Have you? Seen, we've we've all seen Avengers, right? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Marvel
2: fans and non-Marvel fans alive. Mm-hmm.
0: I have thoughts, but I'll, I'll I'll let you guys go first.
1: Who's gonna Who's gonna break the ice on this one? What's your thought? And I see a smirk creeping onto your face. There has to be some sort of thought in your head there. Maybe you didn't like it?
4: Well, there's too little information for me to go on. No, but there is one thing. There is one thing. I understand that. There is one thing. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, it's weird because I'm fangasming over it, but mm-hmm. I don't quite know the background of this character. Oh. But um, Clint Barton is no longer Hawkeye. He has donned the colors of Ronin. Yes. Which is an awesome moment in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, And the only thing I have to speculate about that is he, like Raiden, looks like he's going dark side. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason for that is the snap may have offed his family. And so now he is definitely out of retirement and seeking to kick ass. I think so, too. And, and I agree.
1: I don't know... A metric ton about Ronan the character I do know of the character um, but I think everybody was kind of looking forward to him becoming the Ronan character because he's a more badass Hawkeye and I don't actually dislike Hawkeye in the movies I think he's a cool character I think he serves a purpose mm-hmm. um, he, he is a stand-in for like us he's the normal guy I mean he even says it in one of the movies he's like there's a floating island there's a- space aliens everywhere and I'm shooting bows and arrows. None <laughs> of this makes sense. And I think that that's a cool like thing about Hawkeye, but like Ronan being a way more badass, nothing to lose version of the character. I think a lot of people, I saw a couple of trailer reactions and things like that. A lot of people are really excited about him being back. I think maybe him not being in the last movie really did end up being a great idea, so that we could build up to this sort of Ronan backstory, where he's an awesome samurai character with a sword. That yeah, basically looks like he's hacking people to death because he's pretty pissed off about losing his family in the snap. You know? That was one of my favorite moments in the trailer, uh, along with what comes a little bit later at the end. But I don't know if anybody has any more thoughts about Ronan being revealed
0: in this trailer. He looks pretty cool. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I think I think Ronan fits well with what they're trying to do here. Um, he's a, and it's interesting. It, it's almost as if DC and Marvel have reversed roles because Marvel mm. seems to be going darker, mm-hmm. and DC seems to be going lighter. True that, and, true um, that. So it's a, it's an interesting role reversal for the for the two franchises and stuff. Um, seeing Ronan, if that the way he the way they showed him with mm-hmm. the with the sword and you know or like wiping boat, it on his wiping his it sleeve. off on his sleeve, that was a good way to show that. Um, Mr. Clint Barton is a little bit rougher in his motif, you know, rougher around the edges compared to how he used to be. Exactly. In comparison
1: to the old Avengers stuff. Another thing that I noticed, too, um, Mm -hmm. is sort of the conspicuous absence of Captain Marvel, who we know is going to be in this movie, and the Hulk. And the Hulk one is more the one that I'm interested in, too, because to me... That indicates that he's gonna go through a major change. Uh, one of the one of the rumored changes was that he would adopt his Professor Hulk persona, which is basically uh, where he becomes a much smarter version of himself and uh, you know, Bruce Banner has control of the Hulk's mind. Uh, I don't know if that's the same as the Gray Hulk or anything like that, where he did he that's, did it keep the, the Hulk's I think the Grey Hulk still fix it. That's yeah, something, yeah different. That's, that's a little totally bit of different. a different canon for Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's one of the rumored ones. Another one that I had heard that would be pretty cool is if he got his World War Hulk level of strength, World Breaker Hulk level of strength, I should say. Um, I think it would be appropriate to see Hulk do something amazingly badass in this movie after he got embarrassed by Thanos
0: <laughs> yeah, in the last I, movie. I, I think what, what what they were trying to show with that scene is that, you know, Hulk has is, is always been. Known as the strongest there is, right? Mm-hmm. But he doesn't know how to fight tactically. No, he's just brute strength. Mm-hmm. And so I think the the focus in Infinity War with that scene is that not only are you showing that Thanos is as strong as the Hulk, mm-hmm. but his tactics, his techniques, he, he kung fu his ass. In that exactly. Scene. <laughs> so you know, it, it kind of put the Hulk in a bad place because all he knows is punch you know, destroy bash, right? Smash repeats. Exactly. Hulk smash repeats. So um it'll be interesting. And and I believe the Russos did say that the Hulk was they were using the movies to advance his character. They were giving him an arc within the movie mm-hmm. since he can't have a movie by himself because of the licensing all to the Universal. Are, all the movies you know? add up to his movie. Exactly. So if you take snippets from all these movies you have yourself a Hulk movie and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's a couple of things that I saw in the trailer that that I found interesting. Um, a lot of the thought before we had this trailer is that we would have a time jump into the future. Mm, that's true, and that you know we were going to be talking about Infinity War, um, well, Avengers Four as a five year time jump was one of the rumors that we had heard. Five and years, ten years. Five years, ten years. Couple of different ones. And what we were going to see is the heroes dealing with. The Decimation, right? Yes, uh, exactly. I can't I even it. say it, you know what I'm saying? It sounds so weird. <laughs> but we were going to see The Decimation afterwards. And clearly, you see that the movie starts basically right after Infinity War. It could. Because well Because you have... You do have the Tony Stark, Stark. Scene. Yeah, the Tony Stark scene is going to start at least. I right. don't know if it's going to continue to be set in that time period. Sure, sure. But we're confirmed that it starts from there. Right. So at least you know that right after, right after Infinity War... You have Tony Stark who engineered one of the, the ships that were dest- that was destroyed on that planet. Mm-hmm. And somehow he got off of it, right? We don't know what happened with Nebula. But that looked like Thanos'
1: ship, didn't it? The one
0: that he was... Because the, the silhouette, you see a silhouette of a but spaceship. Was, right. But wasn't it broken? What, what, didn't they crash that ship and it broke into pieces when, when they got to Titan? Not Thanos' ship. Thanos oh, he, actually, no. I don't know how Thanos' ship got there because he didn't fly there. Right. He, he
1: portaled himself in there.
0: Yeah. And the the ship
1: that crashed was... was the one that Emily Moore
0: Moore had.
1: Right. And then Nebula crashed her pod into the planet. So those are the only ships that I saw. This looks like a totally different ship,
0: but it looks more like Thanos' flagship. Could be. Could be wrong. Could be. So you have that. You have Tony drifting in space. So obviously that's right after Infinity War. Mm -hmm. Then you have another shot of Nebula. Now, if you remember, Nebula... And Tony were the last two people to survive on on Titan. Mm -hmm. They didn't get snapped. But the implication was Nebula was able to get out. Now you wonder if that's later on in the film. But Nebula is an important character in the comics, in the Infinity War comic Mm storyline. Because she's the one that undoes everything that Thanos did. Yes. Yes. Thanos. Thanos became right. Thanos becomes corporeal. He he thinks that he, he you know, loses his corporeal <laughs> Right, exactly. I'm sorry. He mm-hmm. loses it and he becomes the spirit entity, and that's when she swoops in, grabs the infinity gauntlet, and then he becomes does everything the universe
1: basically. So you wonder how
0: you wonder how Nebula got off because obviously she's not mm-hmm. there with Tony Stark.
1: Mm, well, they they don't say that for sure because it almost looks like in the trailer.
0: She comes around a corner as if she's maybe on the other side of the ship, but it does look like that that ship that she's on is the Milano. What's that like The Guardians it's of the Galaxy. The Guardians Galaxy of the, of the Galaxy. It looks a little bit, to my eye, at least. So it could be it could be that she's on the ship. That the other thing that I I have not a problem with, but I'm just wondering, um, Tony Stark speaking to the helmet. Yeah, how does the helmet like sit there? I thought it was. Right, it wasn't it Nanobytes? He, yeah, he was, was using nanobots, right, yeah. he was using um the bleeding heart, bleeding edge armor. Yeah, right. I thought of that too, but I wasn't too crazy about that one. But it was, like it, it was just a little weird because you know that that basic there's no form to it, right? So how did it keep its form? Maybe Once that's it, what it came up. I mean, I mean it thing. is interesting too because well, I mean, this
1: is probably infinite, and Thanos is like tearing it off in the in Avengers, yeah, uh, I was
2: just Infinity say War.
1: That until he can't like regenerate it anymore or whatever. So there has He's to be some there. sort of finite aspect to it. Maybe we could just set down the last of the nanobots and like, Hey, here's a helmet that I can talk to you. Cause I need a friend. It's like Wilson in, in Castaway. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we have like that.
0: that. <laughs> um, we have, we also have the loss of, uh, Steve Rogers beard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's gone. No. Did, did it get snapped away? <laughs> you don't know. Those particles you know? flew right off of his beard. That last moment. Um, what other details were there? Scott Lang, and that—that that is the biggest part. And it's interesting because you have a totally dark trailer, and then you have Scott Lang and at the end, you have Ant-Man at the end, which is a total shift in in the way that in the theme is, in the theme of, of that trailer, right? Mm-hmm. You have you have dark, 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 and then Scott Lang. Come, hey, come I'm come. here. You know. <laughs> So, how
4: do you um, get out of
0: the quantum realm? And that—that's the other thing that I was going to ask because, as I was showing Balrog earlier, he was stuck in the Bal— and in, and in the um, <laughs> quantum realm. In Balrog. Balrog. Wait, Balrog. Balrog. Oh man. <laughs> that could be one place to get stuck. Yeah, he got stuck in the quantum realm, right? So um, we don't know how he got out because the people that were supposed to get out to help him get out were the Pims, and they all got snapped.
2: They all got decimated. They
0: all got decimated. Well, uh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't bring myself to use that. I don't know why. What's her <laughs> yeah. name is probably still around.
1: Ghost. She wouldn't necessarily get snapped away. And she's like a being of the quantum realm. From Ant-Man and the Wasp 2, the villain at the end.
0: Uh, or the villain.
1: Though. Well, I mean, you know, she, she's not completely based in the quantum realm. But that's how she got her powers. So maybe there's a way that she can get into the quantum realm. Fish uh, Scott Lang out. And then set him free to perhaps correct the events of Avengers Endgame,
0: or maybe he found a way to manipulate those time portals that, um, man, dying talked about to okay. avoid when you were in the quantum realm.
1: But I wonder, you know, I wonder if this is going to be, end up being a misdirection because everybody's been talking about it since the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp, and it would make sense that they would want to continue the story that way. But like, it, is Scott Lang really going to be the one to actually? have the power and the technology to save the universe? Or is this just a misdirection telling us that Scott Lang is
0: going to be the one and still going to be Captain Marvel or someone else yeah, who ends no. up being the hero? The, Maybe. the one interesting thing is that I think um way, way back, they were talking about um, some shoots that had the Avengers in their old costumes. Yeah. The mm-hmm. first Avengers movie. Right. So, that included uh man Scott Lang. Exactly. In so. scenes, the Battle of New York and things like mm-hmm. that. So listen, mm-hmm. we're never going to know until the the movie comes out because uh, Marvel is famous for their misdirections. You know, in Ragnarok, um, you had Thor with an eye, and when you went to see the movie, in the trailer, in the trailer, right? right? And then in the movie, he was without the eye. Infinity War had the Hulk charging in battle. Yep, and you had helmet. you it had anything? Scene, you had the scene where Hela destroyed Molnir, and she was in the city. But when you saw it in the movie, she was like on the plains of Scotland or exactly wherever and it was so. that they were. I was famous for their misdirection. Oh, and the other thing is that um some of the some of the trailers had the Hulk fighting. I think they had they had pictures of the Hulk in Wakanda or something like that, and they were they were all running together. Yeah, that's the scene that I'm talking about, where yeah. they're trying char- he was charging into battle with mm-hmm. Black Panther
1: and like And then the movie didn't happen Falcon it. and all that other stuff. The movie did. The movie did but he was in the the Hulkbuster armor. Exactly. Instead of actually being the Hulk in
0: that particular scene. So so they they love their misdirections. So just want to give, before we
1: even wrap up a special mention to Thor, Thor looks really sad in this trailer. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't Thor look really sad? He's like dressed up in a hoodie. He's got like his head low. And And by the way,
4: it's actually been confirmed by the Russo brothers. mm -hmm. Loki is officially dead. He's officially
0: dead in this oh,
4: no. timeline and universe.
0: <laughs>
1: but he is officially dead. I would say that that makes sense, though. because But you know what? That's probably them even confirming that maybe the other characters aren't dead, dead. They're like in the Soul Stone or something like that. Though, no, but yeah, he was wasn't Soul Stone, sure. though. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. Maybe Gamora wasn't. There's other people who are probably confirmed dead, dead.
2: Hemdall not was snapped, one of them? not snapped, yeah, Soul Stone dead. Yeah, I he's
1: gone. He's, he's definitely dead. just gone. Anybody so who died has been confirmed now.
2: dead? Yeah. That would be very disappointing for a certain character in another universe. Oh, yeah. Someone <laughs> who would be very vengeful. Hmm. Right? I'm just wondering who that is. Which reminder is this? Uh, well, Loki's going to have his own
1: television show so starring it? Hiddleston. So we will see more of Loki, whether or not he's actually dead in the MCU, which is good to see. But, I mean, I think that was every character that we got to see in this trailer, right? Guy who saw Black Widow. She makes the proclamation of Thanos accomplishing what he set out to do. Hulk wasn't in it. Captain Marvel wasn't in it. Steve Rogers was looking pretty sad. Uh, Iron Man was looking like he's like he was in a, I don't know, uh, what the heck was the name of that movie? The Martian or uh, Gravity. <laughs> Some guy who's just was that, stuck in Matt, space. Was the Matt Damon movie? <laughs> yeah, the Martian where he's uh, like growing potatoes on Mars
0: or whatever the <laughs> heck it is that he does in that movie. That's um, all the Avengers that we see, pretty much. Yeah, we didn't see Rocket Raccoon. We didn't see him either. Rocket Raccoon did survive the the
2: decimation. We mostly see the main Avengers. Since y'all mentioned Thor, I was going to ask, but Walt already brought it up, is the rabbit in it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know. I think the
0: rabbit will be in it, but we'll see. And we get a nice little callback to the comic books with the Thanos Scarecrow yes yes we exactly. do that was in the
1: first uh that was in infinity war as well too mm-hmm. if you look in the background but they give you a little bit of more focus on it here yeah which is kind of nice
2: i guess we'll see i mean i don't know much about that whole scarecrow thing but it looked nice to see him hang his armor there it was like you know like a similarity to like hanging up the gloves so to speak yeah, yeah he's you know, a like peaceful he's like, uh, exactly. like tired his career has been accomplished he's yeah. ready to you know go He's going
0: out, getting those weeds out of the out of the grass, and yeah. tilling the soil. It's like uh, Rocky
1: Balboa or Ivan Drago. It's like, you know what? I've had enough of this, guys. I've had enough of this life. That's kind of how it is in the comic books too. But that's how the entire thing ends wow. after Infinity War. He just ends up deciding, you know what? I don't want to be a villainous murderer anymore. There's going to be a farmer on a nice little planet somewhere.
0: Yeah, I think in the comic books, he actually becomes a, a good guy for a little bit.
1: Yes. He he joins that um,
0: Infinity Watch.
1: He has been an anti-hero, and that's still part of my theory. I think that's how the movies are going to end. I think they're going to take some of the original Avengers and turn them into the Infinity Watch so they don't have to be in the future movies if they don't want to, but that's a whole other topic of conversation,
4: guys. Yeah. It's really and then cool. just like a concluding thought. Mm-hmm. You know what I think? I think that... Um, Captain Marvel is actually gonna be the one to find Tony.
1: You think so too? I think so. That makes sense. That, yeah, well, that makes I don't, a lot of I, sense I actually. I didn't, I didn't did. say
0: that, but yeah, I did think so. Yeah, I think so. That makes a lot of sense because she is cosmic. So yeah. who
1: else is gonna find him out in the middle of space anyway? It's not that the guardians yeah. are alive or anything. She'll be he's on
4: alive. her way to Earth. He'll be sort of yet. on the path. She'll see him. She'll be like, oh, oh, he's what, with them. What's this? And then he'll be like, Oh, yeah. hey. He was he with him, him on Titan? Oh no, no.
0: And he's like, But how's he gonna find them? Um I don't know. He doesn't have the (laughs) ship. We can see. We've got two separate conversations going on here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hey, you know, if it gets down to
2: that, (laughs) Team Tony, you know, (laughs) pro-Ross, pro-Earth.
1: We'll see what happens. But we're really looking forward to this. Apparently, the internet is really looking forward to it as well because, yes, it is confirmed 289 million views in 24 hours. That's like 10, 11 million views an hour. That's totally ridiculous. I think... Disney owns, like, all these trailer records. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. Avengers, Infinity War. It's Avengers 4, Avengers, Infinity War, Lion King. Top three. I mean, those are the the big ones.
2: I mean, and speaking of all these trailers, you know, there's been so many trailers coming out for both movies and video games. I don't know if y'all heard, but this may come as a surprise to many. But uh, this, for you Star Wars fans, all the Star Wars fans out here, that... Uh, le- there's been a leak already mm-hmm. that a trailer for episode nine Ooh. may come out sometime this month prior to Christmas. Oh, oh my God.
0: So is that, that too soon? So that infinity war trailer record may fall. Will it once though? again? I, I wonder. Know. I don't know. I think the last Jedi backlash know. might cause a problem with that record.
2: I don't know. But but let's give it, it some time,
0: because maybe maybe a lot of fans are happy that J.J. Abrams is back on the on the project. Not only that, too. even
2: bigger news in regards to um to Episode Nine, the Knights of Ren, they may legit be in this one, like officially. <sighs> because was a confirmation. Yeah. That, that's I'm so serious. Cool. It's been it's pretty finally. much finally about time. Like, when was the last time, the only time we saw them? And in The first one. In The Force and
1: Awakens, and briefly, right?
2: Yeah, and yeah. really much in a trailer. It was a, it was a flashback or
0: yeah. a flash forward. Whatever that was. We may actually we see them in episode Just nine. A flash somewhere. Yeah.
1: That's a good yeah. thing. To finally... That is a good thing. Actually get a chance to see the Knights of Ren. The
0: will they
2: be above. like
4: Grievous' bodyguards, or will they be more? Who
1: knows.
2: But you know what? What's the point of introducing them if you're not going to introduce them? Mm-hmm. And make them central to the, to the
1: conflict in some way. I guess we'll see. A lot of big trailer news this week, and
2: yeah. And, and yeah, just,
0: yeah. for us guys. There's just so much, yeah, there's just so there much. Was, there was yeah. a lot
2: of trailers came, that came out this week. There was almost too much to keep up with. A lot that we know and a lot that we don't know, but you know, all the stuff that we don't know, we know that we don't know. So if you don't know, now you know. And we don't know what
1: we do know, and we don't know what we don't know, but we doing we don't know anyway i don't know (laughs) know.
0: we'll see what happens
1: maybe we'll see a spider-man homecoming trailer before the end of the week what do you guys think hit us up let us know if you think that we'll actually see spider-man homecoming coming out before the end of this week and that takes us again through another pizza party with uh the boys over at pop culture over pizza this week we talked a little bit about uh the victoria's secret uh the last show for adriana lima Talked a little bit about some trailers like Godzilla, King of the Monsters, Dragon Ball, Super Broly. We got into a little bit of madness about all the incredible trailers that came out this week. What an overload. Captain Marvel. We missed out on uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. I'm sure all of you have seen Spider-Man Far From Home. Excuse me. Uh, I know all of you saw the Avengers trailer. Um, So we had a great time again with you guys this week discussing all things geeky as heck. Uh, from Pop Culture Over Pizza, I am
2: Jose, this is Walt, Metatron, ASAP Balrog, go Army beat Navy, and well, (laughs) Elias, as you all
1: know, he went over to do some Fortnite murder, so he won't be signing off for us at this point in the evening, so we'll say goodbye from Elias, from the guys over at Pop Culture Over Pizza. Guys, uh, check us out on Twitter at PCOP Podcast. We have an Instagram now, PCOP Podcast. Um, And you can find us on a lot of different forms of media. Obviously, you're listening to us on Anchor. You can check us out on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Casts, Radio Public stitcher and very recently we have been put up on apple podcast after a little bit of a technical delay for a few weeks check us out guys again you can find us on twitter instagram all of the streaming services and i just want to say peace from the guys over at pop culture over pizza have a geeky week